Welcome to the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. I'm Cassie McKenzie. Think of me as your BFF for manifestation and high vibe mindset makeovers. It's my personal mission to turn your inspiration into action so you can be, do, and have everything you've ever dreamed of having in life. This podcast will focus a ton on creating fulfilling relationships with money, friends, and soulmates, and inspire you to have fun so you can live the most extraordinary life you've ever imagined. If you're ready to take to the next step, then you've come to the right place. Thanks again for joining me. Now, let's begin. Okay, so welcome back for another episode of the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. I am Cassie McKenzie and of makeoveryourmindset.com. And I have a super special guest today. I'm so excited to invite Matthew McGregor onto the podcast today. He is a master coach, international speaker, author, trainer, and founder and CEO of the Client Conversion Formula. Matthew's company helps heart-centered entrepreneurs to spread their messages and sell their programs, products, and services, and to create businesses that change the world for the better. With a variety of client success stories, Matthew's proven time and time again that his system works consistently to get people saying yes to your offer, no matter what you're selling and no matter what industry you're in. This ultimately gives Matthew and his clients total location freedom, time freedom, and financial freedom to live life on their own terms. So welcome, Matthew. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Cassie. I'm so (laughs) happy to be here. This is really exciting. I'm so excited, too. As I'm reading that, I'm like, yeah, I think we can all pretty much relate to that. (laughs) A lot of freedom in your, you know, business and, you know, in your mission there. So definitely. Thanks for joining today. So um, I know I just read your biography, but I want to um, you know, give you a chance to introduce yourself really and tell me what, you know, how, you, how you've managed to make this happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd love to share my story with you and your audience because this is really powerful. If you're, if you're listening to this right now, I'm going to be sharing some, um, not only my story, but as well as I go along, some things that you may want to take notes on, some things you may want to write down. Um, so really pay attention and listen in. So when I first actually got started in this whole world of uh, entrepreneurism, uh, Wait. what happened? get in their minimum wage jobs. They were going to work at McDonald's. They were going to work at Domino's. They were going to work at, you know, their $10, $11 an hour jobs. And I thought to myself, man, I am way too lazy to do that. Are you kidding? That much work for that little money? There's no way. But the reality was that I... I, I still needed money. You know, we all need income to support ourselves. One of the things that I tell my clients all the time is that, you know, um, uh, we hear all the time that the, the saying, do what you love and the money will follow, right? You'll hear that all the time. Do what you love and the money will follow. Well, really, 
a lot of people come to me and they absolutely are doing what they love and the money just isn't following. And so that's a little bit of, that's not exactly true. You can't just do what you love and expect the money to follow. Because for example, if you sit at home, play video games, or you sit at home and watch TV, the money is not going to come in and you need income to support yourself. That's the reality that we live in. So that's really important. That's a important key to to life. Um, I tell my clients who are in a job situation that, you know, you can't just leave your job and not um, have a system to, um, for money to come in. It's not a good idea. But as the story goes, you know, I was, I was 15, um, needed money. And what I decided to do was I decided to start my own business with no experience at all. I decided to start a videography company called Film It Right. And this was a small company for um, other entrepreneurs and small businesses who really couldn't afford this $10,000, $5,000 plus you know, video, right? Um, so I was the one who was gonna deliver them awesome, amazing video at a very, very low um, investment, right? So here's the, here's the thing about this is, number one, I had no experience as an entrepreneur. I've never sold anything in my life. I've actually never had a job at this point. I've never had a job in my life. Um, and then number two was I never went to university for uh, film. I never did any sort of videography courses. It was just a little bit of a passion for mine. And I, I kind of knew how to work the camera a little bit. Um, so I decided to start a business around it. You know, why not? Let, let's see where it goes. <laughs> yeah. And so... What I did was I, I did some research and I found this event. Um, I don't think it's host anymore, but at the time it was called Three Days to Cash. It was hosted by a lady named Laurel Langmire. Okay. Uh, again, Three Days to Cash, Laurel Langmire. Not sure if it's hosted anymore, but basically I went to this amazing three-day event where you sit down in a room of people and the purpose of the event is everybody's goal is to sell their programs, products, and services to one another. And so my, uh, every single person, literally, the, they keep track of everything that goes on in the room. They keep track of how much money everybody makes. And at the end, they you know, keep track. They tally it up, see how much the whole room made, see who made the most sales. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So I signed up, and I got to the event, and um, they sit us down in small groups. And the man right across from me, uh, he has a, a, a name tag on his, on his shirt. It, it says Jim. So I say, hey, Jim, how's it going? He says, it's going good. I say, what do you do, Jim? What do you, what do, you do for a living? I, he says, I'm a videographer. Oh, my goodness. And Jim looks to be about 50 years old. So my heart, I'm, my heart just sank. I'm like, there goes all my sales, right? <laughs> um, so then I ask him, but I, I, I ask the question, Jim, how long have you been a, a videographer? He, he says, I've been doing it for 35 years. I'm like, oh my goodness. Well, this is, well, better just walk out, right? But I stuck with it. Yes, right. right? I jot this down. No, no matter what happens in life, um, see things through. You know, if, if you don't like something, you don't have to do it again. Uh, if you if you go to a if you go to a game, you know, and you don't enjoy it, you play it, you try a new sport. Maybe you uh, go dancing. Maybe you try something new in life that you've never done before. Heck, you don't have to do it again. But if you're gonna go, 
see the whole thing through. You know, you, you, if you get in the car and uh, 20 minutes into the drive, you're like, heck, you know, this is way too, I, I, I'm, I, I don't need to do this. And you turn around, what is that? Right? So when you go to something, commit, see it through. Life is worthwhile if you stay. Right. In there. Um, and so what happened was I, I, one of my mentors, they, they told me that. And so I, I stuck in there. I did my best. And at the end, what happened was that they, the organizer said, everybody stand up. Everybody stands up. And uh, she says, okay, if you made less than $10, sit down. Uh, no one sits down. Everybody made more than $10. So she says, if you made less than $20, sit down. If you made less than $50, sit down. If you made less than $100, sit down. People are starting to sit down. Uh, if you made less than 200, sit down, made less than 500, sit down, made less than 1,000, sit down, um, made less than 2,000, sit down. And when she says that, uh, I'm still standing. I see Jim, my good friend Jim, he sits down, made less than 3,000, sit down, made, le made less than 4,000, sit down. And at the very end of that entire thing, there's just three people standing. It's me and two other lovely ladies. Um, <laughs> we, we, made, we made friends. Uh, and so at the end of that three-day event, um, I surpassed Jim, not only that, but I really feel, felt very um, inspired to share this message because in that event where I had no experience as an entrepreneur for one and no experience as a videographer for number two, I made $4,825 with no previous results no previous anything. I started the business actually three weeks prior to coming to this event. So how did a 15-year-old boy make $4,825 in that first three-day event? And I want you to jot this down if you're listening to this is that you'll hear all the time in business um, uh, and in, well, in life, people will tell you that 99% of businesses will fail. Um, it, a good portion of those can go bankrupt and but generally you know 99% of businesses aren't going to succeed you're going to go going to have to go back get a job right do it the oh. old way of doing things no one wants to do no, that no. So, <laughs> what I yeah what I share with my uh, clients is that you don't have to struggle when you have the right system and steps to follow towards success. You don't have to struggle um, when you have a system that's going to give you the results you're looking for. Most people start a business because they're like, oh, I, I, think, I think it'll be fun. I think I can make some money, but they're, they're not willing to do the research and find the right system and most importantly, invest in a mentor that has already done it. Because what I like to share is that we, you get successful fast uh, by following what I like to call success steps. Another term for this is modeling. Right. And so if you were to look at somebody and see what makes that person successful, and then you were to be able to, if you were to be able to copy that successful habit or successful pattern or successful thing they do, then you can be successful too. And the, and the experience that has taken them to get to that point, the 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years of experience, life experience that it's taken that person to um, figure out how to do all that 
it's not necessary for you to learn and therefore you can actually jump ahead of the learning curve and save 50, 60 years of your time mm-hmm. that you would otherwise spend try, uh, trying to figure it out. And it's not just the time, it, it's, it's, it's the energy, it's the m- money, right? Most people, I'm sure you'd agree, Cassie, um, in, per, in your own personal development uh, as, as a coach, you've probably spent tens of thousands of dollars in, in this training, mm-hmm. yeah. whereas what you provide, you're offering a solution so that they don't have to go through that, that pain. Right. Does that, right? I can definitely relate to that because like, when I was creating my first digital course, I bought a course off someone for, I think it was somewhere around $400. And at the time I was like, oh my God, that's like a lot of money, right? But then (laughs) really in the coaching business, it's not. It's like such a small amount of money to be able to like really quantum leap your way through, you know, trying to, you know, modeling people and really getting a quicker way to from A to Z, right? So Definitely. It, it def yeah. It like cut back on so much, like uh, just exhaustion and frustration that probably would have made me want to quit and not find it fun at all. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> yeah, except that they just want to, or maybe they just don't realize how much. You know, I heard. I think it was Tony Robbins that said, and I mean, it's just common sense, I guess, that mm-hmm. like you can't get more time back, but you can always make more money. Right. And so yes. when you get tripped up, it's like, they think the money is as valuable as the time, but really it's the other way around. Right. Because like I could have a million dollars drop in my lap tomorrow, but really I can't have another, you know, two years of my life and two years <laughs> of my kid's life, you know, drop in my lap. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that's originally you invited me on this show um, because you you heard I do some a lot of traveling. Um, yeah. You know, I uh, one of the things that I actually help my clients with is to create that um, not only financial freedom but also time and location freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we were just talking about is so important when it comes to to doing that, um, especially because. If you've grown, if you, the listener, um, if you've grown up in an environment that has not promoted this sort of um, going out in the world, doing big things, if you've been growing up in an environment that, you know, said, all right, you got to go to high school, you got to go to college, you got to get a job, and then you got to retire, and then you got to die, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, then having somebody to help guide you along the way to creating the life that you truly desire and truly deserve is really what's going to be the difference between you being able to do it and you um, still struggling. Totally. Yeah. And and that is, so for the listeners that are listening to this, I originally, um, you know, invited Matthew on because you know, with the freedom lifestyle and living location freedom, having, um, you know, being able to work from literally anywhere, not go in. He's never seen the inside of a cubicle ever <laughs> in entire life. And so nope. it's amazing because, um, you know, if you all have been listening, my husband and I met because he was working on, he was a, a deckhand on a super yacht when we met. So he's always had these sorts of like, 
you know, fun kind of out of the office jobs um, until he moved to America with me because then we got married and had a, our first, um, you know, we had our son. And, um, you know, that's like I find when, um, you know, it's obviously like the ultimate life, you know, especially from an American standpoint. And I guess like, you know, most of the Western world, right? Where like you get up, you go to work, you sit there, you eat at the same table for lunch, right? And you go and go back to your cubicle, back to your box, get in your box, drive home, go back to your box that you live in. And then, you know, <laughs> sleep on something shaped like a box, but it's a little more comfy on top. <laughs> so do it all over again. And that's what we do five days a week. And when we go on vacation, it's, you know, like, I don't know if other people are like me, but I, I know like I used to think on the very first or second day of vacation, like, oh, holy crap, we're already almost a third of the way done. And then I don't want to go back to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> Does that make any sense? So, um, mm -hmm. How do we create a life that is that just feels like a vacation? Like that's becoming the mission of my coaching company too. And, you know, helping people create and manifest this life that, you know, you don't have to go on vacation to feel like you're already on it. Like you can find something you're passionate about and um, do that day in and day out. Like there's many nights that I'm up until two in the morning and I don't even, like last night, I was up till two making a guided meditation for, you know, coaches to be able to like connect with the energy of clients that they're calling in, right? And so it was kind of cool. It's actually, I really like it. It's like a meditation hypnosis kind of put in one. As I was writing it, I was like, oh my God, this, there's a lot of NLP in here. <laughs> so I was pretty impressed with myself, to be honest. But, um, but you know, I guess... As going back to my husband getting, you know, his first American job, um, you know, when you have kids and you start having like that extra responsibility, I'd like to say that that adds like that adds sort of a layer of extra anxiety. But even as I'm saying that, I always think like, so now that I have kids, I have to be more responsible and I have to like do xyz job and have this insurance plan and do all of this like these are a lot of limiting beliefs that i think parents have but really i like to challenge them and say okay think back to your single self were you still saying those same things like except you were saying well i'm by myself i've got to support myself i've got no one to take care of me i need this job for xyz you know what i mean so like getting to that next step doesn't get you any more security than just, you know, the, the step before, you know what I mean? It's just all, it's all these limiting beliefs that we've learned and from our environment, right? So how do you, how do you help people bust through those? Because it, I guess it takes a lot of like self reflection and like starting mm -hmm. to get more self-aware to realize that they really are lies we've been telling ourselves and regardless of what situation we're in, we still believe them until we come face to face with them. Yeah, thank you. So what I'd like to share with your audience is actually two things. The first of which is how I actually help myself and I can share some tools and techniques and philosophies that can really help, you know, um, your audience, whoever's listening to actually help themselves. And then the, the, on top of that, there's point number two, which is, you know, how I actually help 
other people. So I'm going to be sharing a little bit about both of those two things. And um, if, I if I were to start with how I help myself, uh, the biggest, most important concept, which I know we both learned in, uh, as part of Transform Destiny, is really the concept of cause and effect. And so how, what, this, what this sort of is, is um, it, what I like to call the formula for success. And the formula for success is a C. It's a C with an arrow leading to an E. And again, it basically means cause and effect. A cause causes an effect. And we're not talking about what you learned back in grade 12 physics. What we're talking about is life. In your own life, you can either live at one or two sides of the equation. You can either live at cause or you can live at effect. Now, unfortunately, these days, living at the effect side of the equation of the form of success has become the most popular. And while it's definitely not the most comfortable, it's definitely not the most empowering, it's definitely not where people want to be, it's definitely become the most popular side to live on. So living at the effect side of the form of success sounds like this. I would love to make $100,000 this year. But, oh, the economy. The economy is really bad right now. Mm -hmm. um, I would love to have the body of my dreams, but I just never have time to work out. Um, I would love to get into a magical relationship with the woman of my dreams, but there's just no good people out there. There's no good people. We've all heard that. And so, yeah, you see, living the effect side of the form of success is always living the effect of something outside of you. There's always some reason people moan and complain about why they can't have what they want to have, can't do what they want to do, can't be who they want to be, etc. But essentially, what it comes down to is this. If you were to ask someone, what do you want? And they tell you. And then you were to say, now, uh, why don't you have it? Whatever comes after that is them living the effect of something. Mm -hmm. Now, being at cause sounds like this. You know, I don't care what the economy's like. Other people in my industry are making multiple, multiple millions. So I know I can make a hundred thousand easy. Or, you know, lots of my coworkers, they always have time to work out. Maybe I can stop watching so much TV, get up a little bit earlier and start toning my body for excellence. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it doesn't matter if I haven't found quality people in the past. If I really put myself out there and connect with the right people, I'll find the love of my life who's perfect for me. And the interesting thing is that you can't live on both sides of the equation. You can't be a little at cause or a little at effect. It's either you have everything you want in your area of life or you have your excuses or reasons why I don't have it. And so, you know, some of your listeners might think, well, Matthew, that's, that's just ridiculous. You know, I just haven't had the time to do what I want to do yet. And well, fair enough. Absolutely. You should always set a realistic amount of time to reach your goals. But if time has been your excuse for the past five, 10 years, then guess what? You're probably living in the effect of time. Mm -hmm. And so essentially what this all comes down to is that when you're 90 years old, sitting on the front porch in your rocking chair, as you look back on your life, would you rather see all the things that you really wanted in life? Or would you rather have the excuses and reasons of why you don't have it? Mm -hmm. because the fact is that at nine years old, the reasons why I don't have what you want aren't who you want and never did what you want. Aren't going to be any comfort at all. You want to look back on your life at nine years old and say, wow, I accomplished everything I set out to do and I am blessed. And so that is the first step is to look at where you're living at the effect side of the form of success in your life, where you're living at the, uh, at effect and then transition 
into moving to cause, transition into being responsible for your own life and everything you do. You can also make the note that uh, living in the effect size of the form of success is reasons and excuses, whereas um, being at cause is being responsible for your own results. It's results versus reasons. Mm-hmm, exactly. So the second thing that I would suggest you look at is what I like to call the philosophy of fulfillment. Um, because you see, if we were to really chart out a person's life, what we would find is uh, most people are stuck. Um, this all, concept is also called the gray zone. So people are stuck in this, this band between really, really good and really, really bad. Uh, bad. Uh, it's also called the land of boring, bland, and blah, right? And uh, again, if we were to map out a person's life, we'd, we'd find that most people, they, they stay in this middle gray uh, area for days on end, weeks on end, months on end, no growth, no change, no nothing. But eventually something will come along, which shoots you all the way to the top, way outside the gray zone. You know, um, maybe that special someone finally recognizes you. Uh, maybe your boss notices you that he decides to give you a raise. Uh, maybe you, you get some new money, you go out and buy, buy some new clothes, right? And this is where people choose to make change is they choose to make change um, when the life is so good that they couldn't possibly go back to the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. As we know, the, the question is how long does it take before that new money, new car, new clothes, new whatever relationship, how long does it take before that's all just part of normal everyday life and you're really back to where you were before? Mm-hmm. Not very long, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the new clothes, <laughs> first time you wear them, often, mm-hmm. uh, right? <laughs> um, now, inevitably, something else might come along which sends you down, down to the bottom of the graph. You know, heaven forbid someone pass away. Um, maybe you're running through an intersection and bam, someone runs, runs a red light and tolls your car. Or, um, you know, maybe you uh, lose your job. You have to go out and get a new job. And this is also where people choose to make change. People choose to make change when life is either so good that they couldn't possibly go back to what it used to be or it's so bad that they couldn't possibly stay that way. And so they make that change. They go, they maybe get a new car, new clothes, new job, whatever it is. But essentially, no matter what happens, most people continuously find themselves back in the land of boring, bland, and blah. And so while you heard in, the, in, the, in my first little piece about cause and effect, mm-hmm. cause and effect is really all about achieving what you want in life, whereas this next piece is all about having a fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. Because if you stay in the same place of nothing, where nothing changes for, for far too long, always staying stuck there, then you couldn't possibly live an incredible, fulfilling life because everything is just normal to you. Right. And how exciting is normal? And this is really my motivation for what I do in my life to travel. I just came back from a two-month trip to Australia. I just came back from a month-long uh, trip to Peru. I'm actually going to be booking a seven-month seven, seven trip 
where I go from uh, London to Paris to Amsterdam to Hong Kong to Australia to uh, Tokyo, uh, where I go a full circle around the world. I've always wanted to do that. That's my next thing that I'm doing. Awesome. Uh, I love it. July or August. Um, I'm super excited for that. And the reason that I'm able to do that is because number one, I'm taking responsibility for my own life. That would not happen if I was leaving that up to someone else. So right. that was cause and effect. The mm -hmm. second thing is that I'm changing things up. When you're in a new environment all the time, um, this is what causes people to really feel as if, you know, travel is what they want to do. Travel's fulfilling for most people because of that constant change. You're on the go, you're meeting new people, you're in new environments, this sort of thing. Um, and so what I'd like to share is if you would like to create that sort of lifestyle, what I would share with you is that if currently right now you're in a nine to five job, you mm -hmm. don't really like it, you know it's not at all where you want to be, and this is what you want, then the solution to that really is to be your own boss, become an entrepreneur, because I, I really don't know anybody at all who is able to have that sort of lifestyle and live life on their own terms mm -hmm. when they're tied down to a job that they have to go back to again and again and again. It, it really doesn't exactly work uh, very well together. They don't really go very well hand in hand. Now, um, in your opinion, is that because they're preoccupied during the day or they're like for me um, personally, cause like I'm still mm -hmm. working my night. Well, it's yeah. not because really I work from home. I'm, you know, a sales rep and I've always done that, but like our industry is really volatile. So I've been laid off four times and each time <laughs> like, yeah. So, but I've, I like when you said people go really low when they lose their job, like those have been the most exciting times <laughs> for me. Like the yeah. last time, most recently we were living in San Diego and we decided um, to move east to be closer to my parents, but we took a one month trip to Bali in between that. Like we literally put all our stuff in storage in Florida and then left my dogs with my parents and then took off and went to Bali with our one year old for a month. And so when we came back, I ended up, I didn't work for another year in my job. Like, you know, I didn't look for another job because I found out I was pregnant with my daughter and um, you know, but it's always been a very exciting time, but I know um, I've never really until now quite figured out exactly what I was meant to do. You know, like I've always had ideas and started websites or started this or that, but it didn't really like materialize. And I know it's all like building you up for the moments that, you know, it's all learning experiences, mm -hmm. right? Like I truly believe that. And you have to be like passionate about what you're doing. You can't just say, I'm going to get yeah. into it because I can make a shit ton of money, right? Like, no, you've got to be in it because it does take a lot of work and you want it to be something that even though it takes a lot of work, you still get to do it, right? So like, I still get to stay up till, you know, one in the morning working on my website or working on this or working on that because like, I'm really enjoying it, right? And, but other people might not like doing that unless it, they're really aligned with what it is that they're trying to create there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. Um, 
that is a huge piece. Thank you for sharing that, Cassie. Is if if you don't want to be a huge contributor to the world and become an entrepreneur and do all these things, maybe it isn't for you because it, it does take commitment. It does take work. Nothing happens overnight. And the biggest thing about being an entrepreneur is that no, generally, not always, but generally no one's going to hold you accountable. You have to hold yourself accountable and you have to take charge and you have to do things and get things done um, because you're your own boss. And when you're, you're your own boss, you get to boss yourself around, right? <laughs> right. Um, and uh, I see a lot of people, they get started in um, uh, being an entrepreneur as a hobby, not so much as a actual business that they want to bring to the world in a really fantastic mm -hmm. big way. Um, right. Lots of people just start, you know, a, a, a hobby business. I'll do this on the side. And um, what I like to ask people is, you know, when somebody says, oh, I'd, uh, for example, I'd love to go traveling. I'd love to become an entrepreneur. I'd love to do all this, but you know, um, maybe I, I have to make enough money first. I love to ask people, you know, well, when did you decide that? Right. When did you decide that there was a certain sum of money that you needed in order to be happy and in order to create this life you really want to live? Um, and so if you want that, what I can share with you is what I like to call the magic of part-time. Um, because like I said in, in the beginning, you can't, it's a very bad idea to just leave your job and not have any money at all, no savings, no nothing, um, and just, you know, potentially, you don't want to put yourself in that sort of situation. So it's either, if you want to become an entrepreneur, if you have savings, to last yourself a good amount of time because nothing happens overnight. There's no such thing as a get rich quick scheme. Trust me, I've tried some get rich quick schemes. I'll be honest, none of them have worked. And uh, you know, uh, if if I would love to meet somebody who actually says I found a get rich quick scheme and it worked, but I, it doesn't exist, right? It, get rich quick schemes, jot it down, don't exist. If something sounds way too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. Um, at, now. On that note, if you want to become an entrepreneur, it's either you have to have some sort of savings to last you a little bit of time, or you want to do what I'm about to talk about, which is what I call like the, uh, the magic of part-time. And part-time is so thrilling because as one of the great philosophers, Jim Rohn said, um, you are able to work full-time on your job and part-time on your fortune, or you might call it your dream or your mission, whatever right. you want to call it. And it doesn't take very long if you just, just start to start with, maybe you put in, you know, five, 10, maybe 15 hours a week into your business. It doesn't really take very long if you do some of the steps I'm, I've been talking about and have the system and structure um, in place that you, you would have learned from a mentor. It, it really, if you put in the work and effort, it doesn't take very long where you can start earning, you know, as much part time working on your fortune or your mission or your dream as much as you are uh, wor working full-time on your job, right? right? Mm -hmm. I've, I've had my clients time and time again where they, they come to me and we, we work on their particular type of business and they come back. You know, I, I just had a client actually three days ago where she, she just got into business very recently and, um, Three days ago, she sold her first 
$5,000 program, which is what she earned in, you know, an entire month right. of working at, at a, at a normal job. And so this is really exciting for, for people is that if you do the work and you do the steps, you can actually start part-time. You don't have to go full-time. You can start part-time and start working on it. And then eventually, if you want, you don't have to, but if you want, you can leave your, your full-time job or your part-time job or whatever, whatever you've got. Um, one of the things that I like to share, which I think you, you touched on Cassie. And so I, I want to share a, a philosophy that, that Jim Rohn said, and he, he said, um, the secret to wealth and fortune uh, first comes from the Bible because the question was asked, how can we achieve greatness, great wealth, great power, great influence, great recognition, great self-esteem, find a way to serve the many for service to many leads to greatness for those who are interested. You know, some people aren't interested, but for those who are, service to many leads to greatness. Now, um, John Kennedy said it best in his inaugural speech. He said, uh, don't ask, right? <laughs> and we wish that was the current political philosophy, right? Right. Uh, he said, don't ask. Uh, that's important, actually, if you understand philosophy. He said, don't ask what the people can do for you. Don't ask what the country can do for you. Don't ask what the government can do for you. That's not how you get rich. That's not how you have high self-esteem. That's not how you have trophies to put on the mantle above the fireplace asking what people can do for you. Don't ask, he said, what the people can do for you. But he said, ask, what could I do for my country? And the country means the people. How could I uh, directly and indirectly serve many in my country? You know, um, I want trophies. I want recognition. I want high self-esteem. I might, I might even want the chance to make a fortune again. John Kennedy said it's easy. He said, don't ask what the government can do for you, but ask, you know, what, 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 could, I, what could I do for the people, right? Um, and then Zig Ziglar, he, he, he probably said it best. Zig's got some good stuff. Um, he said, if you help enough people get what they want, you can have everything you want. Again, drop that down if you're, if you're taking notes. Uh, if you help enough people get what they want, you can have everything you want. And now wanting everything you want, uh, we do call that self-interest, but it's actually, it's okay to have self-interest if you do it in the positive way. Because by helping enough people get what they want, you can have everything you want. And this I share with my clients is um, really, really important that you understand that money is a byproduct of helping people. It's mm -hmm. not the other way around. You, you don't make money before you, you know, give some sort of uh, value or offer to people because people are giving you money in exchange for value, in exchange for what you can do for them, in exchange for mm -hmm. how you can transform their life. And so really business, if you're taking notes, business is all about being of service to other people and seeing how you can serve as many people as you possibly can with what you can offer and what you can bring to the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you brought up Jim Rohn and, and I, I talk about, we went to UPW like uh -huh. in, in um, what I say, October, we went to UPW in March and, you know, Tony, Tony Robbins studied under Jim Rohn. That was, yeah. him, you know, he, that was his mentor. And so I always quote the five people, you know, you spend the most time with that you're the average of the five people that you spend the you know most time with and tell my listeners that you know if you if you look around the five people you spend the most time with and 
you're really not that impressed. And, and those are the only people that you know, like, don't worry, you can listen to podcasts, you can, you know, listen to so many, like so much free content on YouTube and, you know, podcasts like this and um, all, all this information that's there to help you. And you can become like the people that you mm -hmm. want to be with. And that's what I, I mean, I definitely subscribe to this philosophy too. And it all goes together and it all, um, you know, I was reading, I don't know if you've read a happy pocket full of money by, um, no. no, it's, um, it goes into like quantum physics. It starts with quantum physics ish kind of stuff, but then goes into like how wealth and money and like abundance and everything. I mean, basically everything that we're talking about now, but also, um, goes into how, like there's the whole there's a whole entire um, chapter that funny enough I was reading on the way to UPW that said you know you can become wealthy like you'll become wealthy if you teach everyone as many people as you know how to become wealthy too and so it's exactly what you're saying and I mean I you know that's I think that's where sharing the wealth comes from it's not about like hey let me pay higher taxes and share the wealth that I have it's let me share the wealth of knowledge that I have so that you can make yourself mm -hmm. on your own. You can make yourself rich too, right? Mm -hmm. Empowering people with that information and the inspiration to do it and being that like one cheering them on to say that it's possible for them too, right? Because there's so many great yeah. examples of people. And like you said earlier, somebody could be living at effect saying, oh, but the, you know, the economy or, you know, my, my husband just broke up with me or my, I just lost my job or whatever the case may be. But, you know, while like there's a few other people who just created podcasts like three months ago who, you know, their business is growing exponentially and they're using that sort of experience to help other women or men or whatever, you know, get through it too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's living at cause and saying, you know, I had a hand in this issue that, you know, I went through like in my money course, that's exactly where my inspiration was. Like, I think people tend to look, the ones that, living are at a, that are living at effect tend to look at successful people and think, well, they must have like a horseshoe up their butt or something, or like they must have like been born into a family that had a lot of money and they got a big break. But no, that's not the case. You know, like I grew up, my parents are both teachers. I was like one of four kids. <laughs> like we never went out to dinner or anything like that, but we you know, I didn't learn, grow up learning about business. It was one of those, you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer when you grow up because they make a lot of money. I'm like, well, that sounds kind of boring and I don't really feel like going through school. So how about I'm just a pharmaceutical rep and I just make more money than the doctors anyway? <laughs> that Sounds good to me. Yeah. So that was what, you know, I had planned to do. But then there were several things that happened along the way over the last 20 years that like... I got married and got divorced and I had to pay my ex-husband like probably like around 70 to $80,000 in overall like assets, 401k, things that I had built up in about five years of being like a kick-ass sales rep, right? Lawyer fees, things like that. Then I trusted the wrong people like managing what stocks I had la left and then lost money there. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's like things and steps that mistakes that we've all made, but it doesn't like break you because if you look at financially, 
like where I was able to like get together almost over $40,000 to put down on our house that we live in now. And I was unemployed. I was pregnant and my husband was working an hourly position at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. So it's possible for anybody. You know what I mean? Like you focus on what is possible. You focus on like how you can not control the situation, but be at cause for it and Mm -hmm. create the results that you want to see through the steps that you're taking. And the only way to see the way out is to have that like laser focus on what could go right. Right. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Yeah. It's, it's just so it's um like every inspiring story to me has always come from one of those like really shitty situations <laughs> that like, <laughs> nobody knew how to get out of, you know what I mean? That would sometimes break some people, but that's why we're here to say, Hey, no, it doesn't have to break you. Right. Like it can actually be the reason why you're successful, right? In addition to that, you know, if whoever's listening is right now, you're at a low point in life, you know, you might think, you know, I don't know how I'm going to get out of my situation. I don't know how things could get better. Just, just hold in, hang in there because it always does. Mm-hmm. Life will have its, its ups and downs. Um, but if you want to hear Matthew's vision, of uh of the you know the the course of life is is it's opportunity mixed with difficulty right and sometimes there seems to be more opportunity than difficulty and uh, sometimes there seems to be more difficulty than opportunity but the mix isn't going to change right there's always going to be both yeah yeah definitely yeah and i would like to tell people like the chaos to me when things get chaotic it's usually a signal that like my life is up leveling into that next, like Mm -hmm. that next level and that it's just the chaos because there's, I mean, I've essentially created it because I'm not living in that comfort zone anymore. Right. So people tend to then it's like our subconscious brain coming in and like pushing us back down, like get stay in your lane, bro. And you're like, no, I want to stay in my lane. I want to (laughs) like, I want to go like where she's going. You know what I mean? So yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. It's nice. I think now that we have, you know, all these different means of like mind food and podcasts and internet and like, connection to people that you might not have had in the past that can show you like everybody talks about how bad the world is and how you know social media is the downfall of society but like I don't know about that because social media it depends on what you look at right I I have one account that's like the account I started when I was like single and like probably every Bravo TV celebrity and Kardashian is followed. Then I have my <laughs> like make over your mindset that like I'm on all the time. And the news, I mean, the feed is like inspirational things, like the explore things always coming up with like inspiration. So like you've got two different sides of the coin there where like you can choose what you want to look at and you can yeah. choose what you want to put out. Right. And you can choose whether you're scrolling or whether you're serving people. And it feels a lot better to be serving people because I never like, I never get off after and or you know I can never get off um, Instagram after like interacting with some of my you know followers and people in my community and feel bad about it you know feel like I've mm-hmm. wasted my time because I it's always so fulfilling and it's nice to like interact with the people who are of a like mindset too so 
I really like it. Definitely. Definitely. Um, in, in my own, ex- in my own experience of, you know, the so- social media, it's obviously part of, part of my business. Um, yeah. since a lot of my stuff is online is I love to just give incredible value and, um, content just like you, you were talking about where as well, when it recommends stuff to me, it's always this, this really awesome, uh, great content as well. And, um, I find it interesting how the mainstream news, mainstream media, it's all so negative these Uh days and it's almost, it, it might not necessarily be true, but it almost feels as if it's done on purpose to really create this, um, society of, um, of people who have, you know, not the life that they want to have, not the life that they, they really want to create because you might be so scared of what's out in the world that you don't take that next step um, in creating your best life. You might not take that next step because you might, you might think, Oh, it's scary. What'll happen if this, 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 what'll happen if I, whatever. Right. Yeah. But the reality is if you don't take the step, if, all the stuff that you currently don't have is is because it's unknown to you. You need to take that next step outside the land of unknown in order to get it. Right. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Because otherwise you're just stuck where you are. I know we get on my mom all the time because she's always like, she's got a timer that goes off that says when the news starts. And I'm like, okay, well that's our cue to go. Yeah. <laughs> it around to watch Lester Holt. Like, drone on and on about how terrible the world is. You know what I mean? Like, no way this it's, it's, it is what, I mean, my husband and I have been watching a lot of documentaries lately about how, you know, like the, the rate of like depression and anxiety and like Mm -hmm. all this has really skyrocketed in the last few years. And he's convinced it's because of like, the news and the 24 hour news cycle Mm -hmm. and you know, the social media that's been perpetuating that. And like people don't know the way out because it gets so far down that rabbit hole and you become dependent on like almost the, you become like dependent on the bad news. If that makes any sense. I'm like, no, thank you. I don't, let's just, let's just not put on the TV. How about that? (laughs) Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I mentioned before, uh, I wanted to chat briefly about what I help my clients with. So when I'm working with somebody else, what do I, what do I share with them? Right. Right. Um, And I do have a handful of clients that, that do come to me and they're not in the right space. They're not in the right mindset. They, they know they want to start a business, but they have no idea how. right? Right. Um, and one of the most interesting but funny things that I've discovered is that most people they'll use you'll they'll say, "Well, I want to be greater. I want to contribute to humanity. I want to become an entrepreneur, maybe." But generally, it's very high up. They don't really know exactly what specifically they want, and so I'll ask them, "Well." You know, what specifically does that look like? What specifically do you want to be doing? What type of business do you want to open or whatever? Mm -hmm. And they'll say, 
well, you know, I, I, I don't, I just don't want to be doing what I'm doing now. I don't want to be working this sort of uh, nine to five job. I don't want to um, be stuck where I am now. And I, I say, well, that, that's not what I asked. Yeah, exactly. uh, you just told me what you, what you don't want. Well, what do you, what do you want? And they might say, well, I, I really, really don't want to do something that's going <laughs> right. to take a lot of hours and a lot of work. I'll be like, you just changed topics, but somehow you managed to still talk about what you don't want. <laughs> um, and so I work with them to figure out really what is it that you, that you want. And that is the first step because the, write this down if you haven't already is you can't get what you want in life without knowing what you want in life. Again, you can't get what you want in life without knowing what you want in life. Sounds obvious. But the reality is, if you were to ask yourself right now, what, ask yourself, right, uh, listener, what, what do I want? Ask yourself that. And uh, just notice what comes up. Mm-hmm. Is it, do you know specifically what you know you need to do in life? Or do you maybe need to explore some things? And um, really, if, if right now you're, you're listening to me, not really sure what you really want to be doing or contributing uh, to in life, um, Number one, just go ahead and see and jot down a list of all the things that you're really, really passionate about and that you absolutely love doing with your life. And that is always a really good place to start. And at the same time, I have clients who do, who I do this all the time and, uh, you know, their list is four or five things long at the end of the day that they can actually make money with. You know, they cross off Netflix. They cross off all of these things that they're passionate about that 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 don't really matter. Um, the amazing but, race won't make me money. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> um, but if your list is too short, or you feel like you you looking at your list of what you're really passionate about, and you're saying, "Well, I have no idea um, how we how I could work with these sorts of things. How I could build a business around what I'm passionate about." Well, perhaps it's important for you then to maybe explore new passions. Maybe you haven't tried enough in your life. And so what I tell my clients is to maybe go out, try something new, just try anything new to open up some new doors because it might not necessarily be the new thing you do. Uh, An example might be you've never gone dancing. So you might go for a dance class. It might not necessarily be the dance that uh, opens this door to something new, but it might be somebody you meet there that opens that that gets you down some path that, that you really feel passionate about and, and called to do. And um, again, just remember what I said before that no matter what you decide to do in your life, it should always come from a place of service mm-hmm. and um, a place of I'm here to uh, support others and help others and really make a positive impact on the world for the better. Um, because that I believe is really what being an entrepreneur is all about. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. And also I want to add like, and it's okay if what, like, so I think sometimes people get so like paralyzed by not being able to make a decision on exactly what that is because they're like, well, I don't want to commit to saying that I'm a life coach for horse breeders. If I might want to be a for dog breeders later on. And it's like, no, it's okay. You can do that. You can, 
you can start with whatever you're passionate about today and it'll evolve. Like I don't know one single person that I've followed or that I've had, had as a mentor that started with the initial idea that they had as a, you know, the little sprout of a business they had in their head and that that's exactly what they're doing to a T currently now. Like things evolve mm-hmm. over time because you get to know yourself, you get to know what you enjoy. And then like, you know, you're exposed to more things. You might not, you might join a dodgeball team and meet somebody that then gets you into kickball or something like that. Where it's the same sort of thing with like, with, uh, with the business, you know, like you might start off helping one subset of people and then, um, it sparks an interest in you that, you know, kind of pivots your interest over time because, you know, one thing that also I'd add is if, if you're, whatever you're doing, say you have made your decision, you're starting your business, you've made a course, you're really not into like, I don't know, maybe you can't get fully behind it because you're like, okay, by the time I'm done with my course, now I'm like, well, crap, I should have done this and this and this. Like it's, oh, there's always, it's never done. You know what I mean? Like you can always amend it. You can always add to it. You can always split it into two things and make two offerings out of it. You know what I mean? Like there's, there, there, it doesn't have to be some static thing because you are your own boss again. You don't have somebody breathing over your neck and saying, no, finish that project the exact way you started it. You know what I mean? Like you're able to switch up whatever you need to so that you're more aligned to what you want in the end, right? Like I started out, I was just going to make courses and thinking, I don't even think I have time to do one-on-one. I don't know if I'd want to even do one-on-one coaching. Now I'm like, I definitely want to do some like group coaching and one-on-one. Like, I think that'd be so much fun. You know what I mean? Like as you get more and more into it, you start to really see what it is that you're, you're all there about and what service does mean to you. So I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. And As one last thing that I'd love to share with your listeners is that if you're going to start a business, also consider starting or getting into any sort of partnerships with people and working with others to really create something magnificent. You can do a lot on your own, but I can assure you that what you can do with the help of others is so much greater. Um, if we look at big, big companies like uh, Apple, Apple could not be where they are right now without AT&T, without Sprint, without Verizon, whatever, without these big cellular, cellular networks. They also couldn't be where they are without Samsung because Samsung actually creates a lot of the chips and a lot of the components that go in their iPhones. So they couldn't be where they are without actually their competitor company, which is actually quite interesting. Um, And so another example might be, you know, I I just had a client who I I said, you really, you're you're not making progress in your business because you're not trying to figure out some strategic partnerships or relationships. So what she does is she helps people with their spiritual side uh, side of themselves. And so she actually partnered with a store that sells things like crystals and, you know, as I like to say, woo-woo items um, that where now um, that store sells her programs, products, and services, Mm -hmm. and she promotes that store and gets people going to that store. So it's a win-win for both people. And in business, if you're going to get into business, you have to make a, uh, actually not only a win-win, but a win-win-win where it's a win for you, a win for the client, and a win for 
um, if you have someone you're doing business with and that might be like a actual person or an actual company or it could also be as another example an advertisement agency facebook advertising something like this but it's very challenging to scale a business without the help of other people supporting you right and um definitely yeah oh i love that it's such a good tip so write that one down too everyone <laughs> yeah write that and jot that one down so well thank you so much matthew gosh this hour has gone by so quickly i can't believe it it's yeah like, yeah i really enjoy this we'll have to do this again i would love to hear more and tell me again when does your um trip around the world start and will you be available for like speaking and coaching and stuff while you're traveling because you can do it from anywhere with a Wi-Fi. Definitely, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, it starts in August. I'm not exactly sure what specific date, um, but yeah, I work off my laptop. So all of my client stuff is online. I don't do any in-person stuff. It's all done online. Um, well, I could do in-person stuff <laughs> at a very premium price, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Oh, I love it. And um, is there anything that you would like to, you know, end with telling like um, the listeners where they can find you and what you're, you know, currently working on if you're accepting any new customers or if you have mm -hmm. any courses and things that you're, you'd like to um, give a shout out about? Absolutely. So I've actually got a free training um, for your listeners that they can go check out if they want to learn a system of actually how to sell their programs, products, and services. This is what I specialize in is how to actually bring your, what you create, how to create something and bring it into the market or bring it to clients in, in a way where, you know, people hear your message and they act on it by buying your programs, products, and services. So if you're interested in learning about that, please go over to my website. It's www.clientconversionformula.com and you can grab a free training uh, on how to actually sell 60% or more of people, how to get 60% of people or more saying yes to your programs, products, and services consistently again and again and again. Uh, again, that's clientconversionformula.com. You can go get that training now. Yeah, and that'll be in the show notes too. So you can go to the show notes for this podcast episode and find all of Matthew's contact information and website in addition to the client conversion formula there. So perfect. Thank you so much for all your time. I really appreciate because we know time is valuable, right? So yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, Matthew. Hopefully we can make this happen again. I would, um, you've piqued my interest. Maybe we need like a summertime speaker series we could put together and do something yeah fun. you know that so i wrote that down i'm like oh that might because that would go along with the whole passport to prosperity program that i'm working on putting together for i haven't quite Wonderful. tailored it but i think that could be a really fun part of it if you're down for that i'd love to have you back on totally yeah. Okay, cool. Well, have a wonderful day and thanks again so much. And we will be in touch with you. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye, Cassie. Love this episode of the Makeover Your Mindset podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated so more high vibe people like you can find us. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.